0: Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA, and I'm here with my longtime friend and co host, Manny Cuelo, there in New York. Manny, how are you doing tonight?
1: What's going on, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Guys, if this is the first time you've uh, stumbled upon the Nostalgia Test podcast, or you got you know, told to come here, check us out, or you just you know, saw a hashtag and you saw, oh, they're doing uh, this episode. Let me check it out. Well, welcome. And uh, we need you to like, subscribe, and share at nostalgiatest, um, dot com, right? NostalgiaTest.com. Dan, I always mess that up.
0: It's the test.com That's our website. And Yeah, there you go. At the Nostalgia Test for both Instagram and Facebook. There it is.
1: You heard it first from, uh, or second, from Dan. Anyway, guys, what is the Nostalgia Test? Since you're here, I'm going to let you know. The Nostalgia Test is where Dan and I put our pop culture past to the test. What does that mean? We decide whether it stays nostalgic, where we know we used to like it as kids, it makes us feel good, and whether it passes means do do we still like it now is it still good enough does it hold up whatever you want to call it it's called the nostalgia test and we decide it's cool i'm energized for this one because we are doing one of my favorite movies by this actor who is one of my favorite actors actually of that time and now actually and like i guess he's a great person maybe maybe he's not (laughs) I was upset last year when he was, uh, you know, when he he got announced, like, we knew it was bad when Tom Cruise, I mean, Tom Cruise, oh, Tom Cruise is on my mind. He's taking my breath away. Um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That was a Manny tangent. (laughs) Dan's going to have to cut out everything I just said.
0: (laughs) You guys, we're doing an amazing film today. Uh, from actor Tom Hanks, 1988,
1: Big. Yeah. Dan, before we get into it, because if this is the first time listening to us do a movie, we dissect a movie from uh, start to end, and sometimes we go all over the place with it. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Big, you should have seen it by now, 1988. What did you think when you first like heard that we're going to do it? Were you like, oh, I'm excited, I love this movie? First, I was like, well, I haven't seen
0: this movie in a long time. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw it, but I do remember liking it when I saw it, but I was definitely young. So I was like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to see now that I'm an adult. Like, what's going to come to the surface that I didn't know? I mean, I already had an idea. I'm like, there's some problems with this idea of a child then becoming 30 and then doing all these things and also having a girlfriend or whatever and then you know a
1: woman friend a woman
0: friend yeah no but like seriously right like an adult woman friend i mean sure and he you know obviously you know they've had other movies like this i mean 13 going on 30 with jennifer garner but the difference that film is she actually the whole world fast forwards so Ah. it's like everyone fast forwards in big he, the next day, just becomes 30. And everyone yeah, else yeah. is exactly the same. It's just the next day. So this is really was, I was like, I'm going to be, I'm really worried about what's about to happen. So I was a little well, this kind is, of worried.
1: This is considered a comedy drama fantasy. That's right.
0: Yeah. Right. From so
1: I remember loving this movie. Mm-hmm. So many classic scenes. I don't want to say so many, but ingrained classic scenes, if right. you will. Was happy that we were going to do this. And I wanted to see if I really was going to not be an adult Mm. watching this in 2021 with my, you know, with all the political correctness and all the, you know, which sometimes we get into in the, uh, in the podcast and, and like, we can't look past certain things. And I wanted to see like, could I let go and be in this world, be in this movie and in the world that exists just in that movie and I got to say, it did it for me because of who it was playing the part.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks, I mean, I don't think there's anyone that couldn't have done this movie better than him. You know what I mean? I think, and that. I was thinking
1: Jim Carrey. What what would you think if Jim Carrey got the part? It's so
0: funny that you said that. It's so funny that you said Jim Carrey because I was watching it last night and I was thinking, I was like, and obviously, maybe he didn't do this, but I was like, man, Jim Carrey, it looks like Jim Carrey studied this film and how Tom Hanks did this stuff, like how he created this childlike innocence, because I was like, I feel like Jim Carrey's done this before he's done these, like this type of like acting that Tom Hanks does in big. So I think Jim Carrey, if, Please do not redo this movie. No one reboot anything from the 80s. But I think Jim Carrey, well, not now, probably Jim Carrey can't do. But I think during like Dumb and Dumber time, I think he or Truman Show, stuff like that. I think Jim Carrey probably would have been the best choice for that sort of uh, revisit, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So you want to get some facts in here, Dan, before we get into it?
0: Oh, yeah, because there are some heavy hitters just on the you know, writing and directing side, right? So Big is a 1988 American fantasy comedy drama film directed by Penny Marshall, rest in peace, and stars yes. Tom Hanks as an adult uh, Josh Baskin, a young boy he makes a w- who makes a wish to be big and is then aged to adulthood overnight. Uh, the film also stars Elizabeth Perkins, who is awesome, uh, David Moscow as young Josh, John Hurd, and Robert Loggia, And it was written by Gary Ross and Ann Spielberg. Now, the movie was made for $18 million and made $151.7 million in 1988. Now, there are two cuts to this movie there's a theatrical cut, which is 104 minutes, and then there's the extended edition, which is 130 minutes. And I believe I saw, I believe what we saw was the extended version. Um, Just a little bit about the writers. Ann Spielberg is an American screenwriter and the sister of film director Steven Spielberg. She's written big. And then she also, she's an uncredited co-writer of the film Small Soldiers. Now, Gary Ross, he's best known for writing and directing uh, movies and films like Pleasantville, Seabiscuit, The Hunger Games, Ocean's 8. Big and Dave. So you have a lot of heavy hitters on this on this movie.
1: I thought Tom Hanks was a perfect choice. He embodies a 13-year-old so well. And this was like right around the time that there was like 14 going on 30. There was all these age swaps, Dream a Little Dream, vice versa, 18 again, like father, like son. So like this was a genre that was going on. I say it's one of the top movies of all of all those that I said. I think this one's the most memorable one. Well, um, what's,
0: it, what's that movie with Judge Reinhold and Fred Savage? I think it's oh vice versa. Vice
1: versa, said. that one was good too. 1988? Oh my god, that one was that really came good. Nineteen eighty-eight
0: yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, it, it was a big that the Switcheroo movie or the Body Switcheroo or whatever you want to call it. Definitely, uh, and that movie didn't do well though. Ten million dollars and only made thirteen point seven. I guess because you know you're going up against
1: uh, Dude, you're going up against big hitter. Penny Marshall was became the first director, first female director to direct a movie that grossed over a hundred million mm. at the box office. Wow, wow, that's crazy. That is. Oh, sh- Tom Hanks took this and ran with it. And okay. he,
0: just, he just needs to do more comedies Anytime I think of Tom Hanks I don't care I, He's a great dramatic actor
1: awesome, Fantastic.
0: But I, I'd i rather watch Funny Tom Hanks Like that's the Tom Hanks I want to see I want to see Tom Hanks big I want to see Tom Hanks from Turner and Hooch Even though that movie's not great I, I want to see that Tom Hanks You know what I mean When he's playing comedy He just is so good at it
1: His physical acting is great
0: okay can we start there sure physicality overpowers how his the child actor is has zero physicality (laughs) he doesn't move and then all of a sudden tom hanks comes into the film and he's like all over the place like moving around and gesturing and he's a very expressive where like josh baskin as a child is like shy kind of reserved and like
1: so I saw that too. And I was thinking it was kind of like, you know, when a puppy is not grown into his skin, like you could tell like the puppy is the bones and the, everything's big and the puppy hasn't figured out his body yet. It's almost as like Tom, you know, Josh all of a sudden now has this big body yeah. and like has to learn how to control this big body. And so like, you're a kid in this big body. And you don't really know how to use it yet because it gets better. If you notice, like, yeah. as time goes on in the movie, he starts to walk differently and all this stuff. So it's like maybe that's what it like Tom Hanks was trying to go for, like being this small person and then all of a sudden getting this body. Yeah. you know. So maybe I, yeah. I could be looking into it differently, yeah. but that's how I kind of saw it there
0: now i think one of the things that i noticed too was like when i was watching it and josh wakes up the next day after making his witch which we should talk about because you know there's a lot going on there side pony girl you know all those things oh my god yeah but he wakes up and he doesn't notice right away he has to look in the mirror yes now you're 13 or 12 or 13 you wake up 30 I think I'm going to notice immediately.
1: I'm going to notice as soon as I jump off the bed. Yeah. The bunk bed for the one one person and land quickly. And my clothes have been
0: like exploded off my body.
1: Yeah. Except (laughs) his underwear grew with him.
0: I don't know. That was so weird. I was just like. Maybe they maybe it just was made better then, but like there was no way that that would exist because I mean, the mom comes in, and she goes, "What does he do at night?" It's just it's like, yeah. <laughs> if you came in and you saw your kids like clothes torn to shreds, torn, and, and you're just like, well, "What does he do at night?" I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" My kid's a werewolf, okay, basically.
1: Yeah, so we're we're in this storyland that you know this 13 year old kid right away he's talking about. You know, he's talking with his friend Billy, and they're talking about the teacher's shirt, up the shirt. So, like, this whole movie is really based on like Josh really likes boobs. Let's just say it. I'm gonna say it. The 13-year-old kid, all he's thinking about is girls and boobs in this movie. This movie drives that's what drives this person throughout this whole movie. Yes, like he acts like a kid, he gets the job, he does all this stuff. But Anytime there's a boob, this guy loses his mind, loses his mind. You know, hormones are raging with yeah. this kid. He's hitting puberty. Yeah. In, in my opinion. So this is also a puberty movie, except he went really quick. He start. He went through it. The- right. And right away, what I loved about it was the Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop.
0: Oh my god, tell
1: me when you saw you heard it. You were like shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. Yeah,
0: but, I totally would like into it because that, that song I, I remember doing that. Like, yeah. I remember doing that when I was a kid. I'm
1: yeah, like, that? that was fun to see right away. And then, you know, he sees the older, you know, what you would what, what refer to her as the side ponytail. Yeah, you know, the older that. the older girl, I guess, the the nerd kids. Sister.
0: But is he okay? Is she older than him?
1: Yes, she, she is. Okay. She's older. He's 13. So she's probably like 15, 16 years old. Okay. okay. And that's why he wanted to act like all like yeah. macho at, on the ride. You yeah. know, and he lies to her and he yeah. doesn't want to go with mom and dad. First of all, the dad, like, Vanishing. you only see him once. Yeah, worse at the carnival. Yeah, did they? Could they not pay him as an actor?
0: Yeah, I to be in know.
1: other scenes, or was it like just supposed to be the mom? How is the dad not involved I, in this whole thing?
0: Well, how is the dad not involved? How are the cops not involved? How is the FBI not? How is no one else involved? We're,
1: yeah, I mean, well, there was they—they they did have his picture on the milk carton,
0: right? But like. There so was there no
1: was way. like some involvement, but we just didn't the story wasn't about that, Dan. Like we're thinking about like <laughs> this side, like I thought about that right away. I'm like, Yeah, how's the father not searching everywhere and how like you see? Yeah. Like there should be a <laughs> there should be another like a spin-off of this of like what the father and mother are doing to try to find this yeah, child
0: there should be like a taken story like cuz like yeah. he feels like he's like being held for ransom why which why would they hold this kid for ransom you live in the suburbs of new jersey they're not getting anything from you like no one cares no. like you know but the thing is like he calls and it's like acting as if he's holding himself ransom because he's just trying to call his mom that phone should have been tapped there should have been police officers in that house <laughs> like,
1: i know what And how does she not do a sketch of the the guy that she saw come into his, to her house? That was so no sketch artists back then. No sketch artists. No, nothing. Well, I mean, here's the thing.
0: You're also talking about a world where the mom is folding laundry next to like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
1: Dude, there was only (laughs) two sets in this movie. It was the kitchen and the bedroom area. That's okay. That was that's it. it.
0: That's it. That's all they had money for because they had to that's spend all... money on everything else.
1: Yeah, and all the garbage that's everywhere in that house.
0: Oh God,
1: God, it was so great.
0: It was amazing. It was amazing. It
1: mess everywhere. The kids' room was, I, I like my my room was that messy all the oh, time. God.
0: My room that messy until I was like probably like twenty three. Yeah, <laughs>
1: my <laughs> room is still that messy if it isn't for my wife. If it was, wasn't for my wife. So, all oh. right, so. We're going all over the place as usual here, but you know, I just want to get to the part where okay, so he gets upset that he can't go on this ride because he couldn't impress Cypony. Yeah. So he sees Zoltar. Tell me Zoltar didn't make you think about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Immediately. Immediately. Just the, Immediately. the music like got like creepy. Yeah. And like I was like, this movie right here could turn into a comedy or a horror horror film.
0: Yeah. And, you know, according to the IMDb trivia, the Zoltar machine was a prop developed for the film. So though they have these things, and I remember being in Coney Island and there being these types of machines there, they made this specific Zoltar machine for the film. It harks back to similar fortune telling machines from the turn of the 20th century. The Zoltar name was trademarked and a line of machines is available. So I guess after 1988, they created these to then
1: really other parks, it seems. Dude, this Zoltar machine is creepy. Cr- totally.
0: Cr- yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's creepy. And I don't remember having to do that when I was in that machine, like trying to like, you shoot the quarter into the mouth. Like you yeah. just press a button and it tells you your fortune on a piece of paper.
1: I mean, he's got some skills. Cause yeah. you know, like I would assume, and then where's the prize? Just the fortune? Is it's the just a business card. Yeah. And he realized- that it's unplugged. And it was unplugged. And that's then right. there's like a storm that happens just on their house. That's right. Cause that's only where a tree is fallen. Like, like bushes. He we now are introduced to the big Josh, which yeah. is Tom Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah.
1: the does a perfect reaction of what you would do if you looked at yourself in the mirror and you were that old. You just like ah, whatever. And then freak out freak out. But I think I would have been louder.
0: The, okay. See, that's the thing. I think I would have gotten caught immediately. He wakes up as an older person, as a 30-year-old man, you have to
1: run immediately. You have to go. Yeah. And you're terrified. You're a 13-year-old kid. You don't know what's going on. So like, what the hell? Well, where are you going to go here? Let's make this not a comedy, you know, and make this like a drama slash horror thriller. Oh, yeah, Like you're, you're going to get dissected. They're going to take you away. No one's going to oh, believe yeah. you. You're going to jail. Yeah. And you're absolutely. going to get tortured. You're going to be put in a psych ward. That's it.
0: Especially so. 1988. You're not, there is no DNA testing. They're not going to go, well, we'll do DNA. Like, you know. No, like
1: you, not. no, you, Josh is gone. Josh yeah. has been stolen. Yeah, And you're just a crazy person thinking you're, you embodied a. A
0: 13 year old. 13 year old. Yeah. You're going to jail. It's over. You're going like to jail. But what does he do? He steals some clothes and he jumps on a bike and he rides to where the park, where the carnival was the night before. And when he was riding, I literally thought he was going to pass by Donnie Darko because it looked like that scene in the beginning of Donnie Darko. I I thought he was just going to drive right by Donnie Darko. I was just like, oh my God. But no, no, we don't get that. And the carnival's gone. He's screwed. So, what does he do? The dumbest thing he could possibly do. He goes back to the house, to try to explain to his mom, who is for some reason singing Chattanooga Choo Choo while vacuuming. Me, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who sings
0: that song? Who's casually singing the Chattanooga Choo Choo? <laughs> Who's doing that?
1: Uh, she's trying to be nostalgic. Holy nostalgic.
0: I think they asked her to improvise a song and she had no idea what to do. And that was the only song that she was thinking in her head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 100%. It yeah, goes back and he's like, mom, it's me. She loses her. Like, she's not listening to you, dude. She's no, not. no. And where's dad? He's dad, working.
0: The dad's working. He's perpetually working. He's never around. Only works. Yeah.
1: He never there to answer the phone
0: josh when he's away he doesn't even want to talk to his dad he's just talking to his mom so obviously i think this goes back yeah
1: it goes back to that that (laughs) era like just like even with kevin kevin McAllister, he never gave a shit about his dad no he didn't care about only cared about mom even though mom left him yeah and kevin McAllister's dad just so happens to be in this movie (laughs)
0: Kevin McAllister's dad's in this movie.
1: Brenda's dad is in this movie. James McAllister. Yo, Brenda. Brenda's dad. James. James was a silent but deadly oh. extra in oh, a odd, lot of the odd. movies. He did a he, great job. He, dude, he was in our first episode, Cocktail. Check yeah. out our first episode.
0: Check out episode one. I mean, he he had no lines in, in Cocktail. But no, he just drank a cocktail. He had a couple lines <laughs> The next scene, this is when things got a little disturbing for me. They're in school. Now they're 12 or 13 years old. So what is this, middle school?
1: Oh, uh, is the shirts and skins? the, 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 the Yeah, it's never yeah. happened.
0: That's never happened before. No gym teacher in school is like, alright, we're doing gym. This half of the room, you guys, take your shirts off. You keep your shirts on. Let's play some basketball. That doesn't happen, everybody. I
1: think it did back th- back in the day, but not in 1988 in my opinion, because I that never happened in my school
0: no shirts no and skins kids.
1: you just had jerseys yeah you had like those um red those loose jerseys you know you either blue or red you know
0: the lacrosse jerseys yeah exactly. over your pads
1: yeah right away i'm like shirts and skins where where are we we had a beach <laughs> but, party
0: was this a pickup game somewhere like this what is, is this not... a frat frat house oh god shirts I was and like... skins That do not ask any no. That was really weird. And of course, Billy, his friend, freaks out. And to prove that he's Josh, he does the shimmy shimmy. Shimmy
1: shimmy cocoa pop.
0: And then Billy's okay with it, which probably shouldn't be.
1: But But like, uh, but think about it. That would be the best person to go to because a thirteen-year-old would believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because the imagination is there. Where like the adult not gonna believe it. You're just crazy, right?
0: His mom pulled a knife on him.
1: Yeah, we're not getting into the whole scene about the mom and how poorly the police no. was running. Now, why? Big thing. Why did they choose to go into the city?
0: Dude, I don't. Know. They don't
1: know. They don't know that right now. That's where Zoltar is. They, they don't even know where to go look. Billy no. just says we got to go to the city and hide out.
0: First of all, Billy is one of the smartest people in this movie.
1: Like street smarts for someone. On, that that kid came from the city probably moved from the city yeah to jersey yeah and knows his way around because he
0: goes into the city with Josh sets him up at like what is the worst place he can ever i mean yeah but fact, damn we don't wow.
1: forget about where we are we we're talking about Manhattan in the 80s
0: 1988 Manhattan all right yeah. so
1: big city loud scary especially yeah. don't forget Ninja Turtles. You know, this is yeah, Ninja Turtles, dirty. Exactly. <laughs> um, check out episode three. Shameless plugs. Don't forget the director must have chosen to it be a little bit more dirty, be a little bit more scary, because you're looking at the city for the first time as a 13 year old mm-hmm. by yourself. No parents. None. You know, so like it's scary. It's loud.
0: But Billy definitely not scared, and it seems like he knows where the St. James Hotel is. I don't know why. He's like, "Oh, the St. James." I'm like,
1: "Oh no, just I think he's familiar he was just, with this." He's he was like, "Oh, it's religious," you know. I, I think Billy yeah. is rough around the edges because he grew, didn't grow up in the suburbs. In my opinion, yeah. Billy came. Billy, no, no, because they've known each other for since but- they were. Even, right. They've
0: known each yeah. other, but I think Billy just cuts class and does whatever he wants. Cause obviously he, for six weeks or whatever, cause we'll get, you know, to that part, but like he's going back and forth into Manhattan. Yes. How is he doing this?
1: He's like, resourceful, man.
0: He has no he parents. Resourceful. I really think no. he has zero parents. And he just You're steals right. money from them. He's stolen a bunch of clothes from his dad and he's gave them to Billy.
1: And he stole money from him.
0: Yeah. A whole bunch of money.
1: Yeah. So Billy either has no, but he's gotta be home by 10. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, he's probably got to do some chores around the house because obviously he has no parents. So he's got to figure out how to like, you know, pay the mortgage that month.
1: You never see Billy's parents and he even doesn't even talk to uh, Josh's parents with Billy's parents around. Billy talk, talks to the mother. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You're right. Billy is the guy from blank check, except he's not a multimillion. <laughs> and he's running this house.
0: Dude, and, and that hotel dude, when he jumped on that bed, he definitely got bed bugs immediately. Then there was that gunshot where I'm like, someone's got oh my murdered god. behind him, and then and then the person was speaking Spanish outside the door, and he's just like cowering in a corner, and I'm like, oh my god, like how is he supposed to function? Yeah,
1: that first scene was crazy, and then like what's even crazier is like. As he gets used to it, you see like, you know, like when the gunshot goes off, when he shuts off the TV <laughs> and it's just as loud yeah. and he's eating the Oreo yeah, and he hears it and it's like nothing to him now. Like yeah. he's just numb to it. That happens when That's you just what, get used yeah. to things, you know, so That's that was like interesting too. New York. That's why I was just like, I'm just thinking like how great of an actor Tom Hanks is. Yeah. Like there are so many little nuanced moves that he does that I was like, oh my God. Like yeah. that's why this role for him was perfect.
0: I believe that he was thirteen. Like yes. I was on board with him being thirteen.
1: Um, A lot of plot holes, though.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> well, so, <laughs> so <laughs> they find out where to go to find the saltar machine, and then they realize that they need to wait six weeks. So they're like, "What do I do?" And Billy, right away, like Josh is hopeless without Billy. Help exactly.
0: us. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like Billy, he's done this before. I feel like Billy's like, I made that wish on the Zoltar, came back. Yeah. Now I have all this knowledge. I own that house. This maybe is Maybe that's
1: house. it. Like he, he, maybe Billy was 30 for a very long time. And he like, he invested and got all these stocks and like, he had bought his own house. Yeah. He's actually his own parents. He's his yeah. own dad.
0: Yeah. He, made he the was reverse. the dad. Yeah. He made the reverse wish. You know, that's and- why he
1: believed Josh.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, but they he's go- like,
1: oh yeah, this happened to me. Yeah. I I was thirty, and now okay. I'm thirteen. But one thing I realized
0: when they found out what a Zoltar was, and it was going to take six weeks—actually, when it's going to take six weeks to find out—I was like, man, life without Google was shit.
1: Shit. <laughs> first of all, you're taking, you're, take you're you're walking to that place trying to figure out where consumers of consumer affairs is, and oh, there's wow, only yeah. one place to find it. Like we could just look that up right now. Like where to find Zoltar? Like yeah. it's going to come up. <laughs> Man, things are taking a long time. This guy had to get a job. This is the best part because oh, okay. all of a sudden he yeah. jumps into responsibility mode. Yeah, Billy's like, "You just have to get a job." Mm-hmm. Like, wh- yeah. why? <laughs> yeah,
0: Billy should just keep stealing money for him. Yeah, but he, he has to get a job. I guess. I guess to
1: keep, but, but to keep living in the apartment.
0: Yeah, to keep living in that hellhole. But yeah, let's understand. The time that goes by in this movie is six weeks. So we're working with six weeks. We already know it's going to be six weeks, right?
1: Sure. Or less, if we're lucky.
0: Or less, right? So he applies to get this corporate job at this toy company thing, right? He has- As a computer Billy, analyst. Yeah, a computer analyst with like zero experience, except for playing just, that- This is a big
1: or big insult great. to my hand and my uncle who are computer programmers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And he gets the job.
0: Yeah, he gets the job because he could play, like, the, the fantasy version of Oregon Trail.
1: Yes. Which, and, by the way, I downloaded on an app. They have the Oregon Trail updated.
0: Oh, is it, is it good?
1: I already got cholera on. <laughs> Twisted an ankle, broke stuff. It's annoying. They're already setting you up to, like, fail.
0: <laughs> Did you say I already got cholera <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I have to go get her wipe. <laughs> so, guys, if you like um, nostalgia test podcast, please don't forget to like and subscribe.
0: Yeah, subscribe and like. like Follow and us on all
1: social media outlets that you can find us and where you can get podcast PodBeam, Spotify, I'm <laughs> Apple. And <laughs>
0: the suit. I don't know where Billy's finding these clothes. Like, I don't know if he's still getting them from his house or he like he's buying these clothes but the interview goes insane he uses billy's locker combination as a social security number and then just adds two random numbers to it
1: sure and you got the guy the guy's like going like this all the whole
0: time oh my god
1: so he gets the job and now we're gonna see a 13 year old like jump into like corporate yeah. world
0: which says a lot about how the corporate world in the United States is like is literally just like uh, you know as long as you stay in your cubicle and do half your job every day like you're fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you get paid like nothing.
0: Oh my like, god!
1: That was introduced to what's his name? Uh, his John Lovitz. John Lovitz,
0: oh, great. God, dude, I cannot. His believe two
1: he... scenes are phenomenal, phenomenal in my my opinion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's
1: sleazy. He's gross. He's talking about the, the office, uh, basically the office train wreck, if you will, to be polite about it. Then, <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> so so like Billy's like, aha, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, I'll
0: make sure to stay away from her.
1: <laughs> I'll make a sit. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so Billy's working, calls his mom. During this whole time, in the middle of work, what is he thinking is going to happen? I guess to calm her down. Why isn't the dad home? Why isn't there more searching papers like around? Why isn't there a cop there? Why waiting for the phone call?
0: Why is the song "Memories" that she used to sing him when she was when he was a kid? That's a weird song to be singing to your child.
1: Yeah, that song is creepy.
0: Like the quarter, um, that reminds me when I was in fifth grade or the half of fifth grade when I went to move from Moslem Park, Queens to Long Island. To so you were Billy, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, I went to when I went to Meadow Drive, we sang that song because we were graduating,
1: me too, in the Hampton at the Hampton Street, fifth grade, we sang that. Memories like the corners of the. Moon. Did we
0: all sing the same what song?
1: colored memory! Did you have
0: the same music teacher as me?
1: Of the way we were scattered pictures. That's that was our graduation song in fifth grade. Yeah,
0: you sang. I was in
1: the industry. Street. Yeah, we sang it.
0: Did you have Mr. Glick?
1: No, it was someone else. Oh um God. This is a job for De- Jeremy. Yeah,
0: yeah. For the where
1: duck, are you, right, right. where are you, duck?
0: But yeah, so he he meets John Lovitz. He meets. Brenda's dad. He calls his mom. He also meets Elizabeth Perkins. I mean, before that, in the interview, um, who was... When they crash into each other? Yeah, she was on Weeds. She's from Weeds. Awesome actress, amazing. And uh, yeah, they crash into each other because he's rushing to do some Xeroxing. And he, you know, weirdly just stares at her bra.
1: Again, boobs is running this person's life. Yeah. That's all he's thinking about.
0: If this movie was just PG-13... I don't know if there was that rating yet. I'm, I'm, I forget. He's in Times Square. He would have went into some sort of seedy, weird strip club or something. Especially back then. Yeah, but he's obsessed with like silly string and eating food.
1: So, well, first of all, again, he's still 13. Maybe he doesn't know that that's a place. It's rated PG. By yeah. The
0: way. No, I know. I'm. I just think saying PG like
1: 13. It. He probably would have taken that step, but. Yeah. but So he gets paid $135.
0: $187.
1: $187. Which still... Loses his mind. Loses his mind about it. John Lovitz is like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. And he's loving it. Like, he's never seen this much money ever. (laughs) Billy shows up and they go Oh, Oh. God. The pizza and the silly string, which.
0: Sitting on that floor in that like drug infested hotel room.
1: Yes. Which then led to, you know, the sales of silly strings go up. And the only reason why you buy silly string is to reenact that scene. Yeah. I have to go get a wipe. Yeah. It looks like something we should put to the test. Shameless plugs.
0: Check out an episode that might be out. No idea. So how much time do you think went by? One or two weeks? Because I don't know if he's getting paid once or every other week.
1: I'm gonna say it's gonna be one week. Okay, but it probably is two weeks. I'm saying (laughs) one week. So one one. week. Yeah. So
0: one week has already passed. Next scene after the silly string is he's in Fao Schwartz. Yes. The next scene, and this is the probably the most memorable scene of the entire film. All most memorable. This is the thing about some of these movies. I start realizing, like, man they really front load the scenes that I always think are like further Further along. Yeah. Like Wayne's world.
1: Exactly. With the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You know, it's funny. I thought this movie was longer than it was because of this. Cause I'm like, Oh man, when are they going to get to the F.A.L. Schwartz part? And I was like, Oh, we're already there. Like, (laughs) you know, this guy's getting a raise tomorrow. Like this, (laughs) this is crazy.
0: In one week, he rose to like vice president of, dude.
1: City. In one week, in like three days, he gets a job. It takes like forever for people to get jobs. Yeah, this guy gets a job
0: with a fake social security number, a shitty suit. He has no clue what's going on, he has no. zero education. They just like no. start tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and, and he's he- just right in it. Like, he's lazy at school and all this stuff, but at work, yeah. pff, on fire, on fire. Like, on fire,
0: John Lovett told him to slow down.
1: Yeah, he was like, he you making started. us look bad.
0: Like, he yeah. sat down, he did two Kid minutes. Kate doesn't
1: want to do homework, but like, he's better at you.
0: <laughs> he did two pressing minutes of enter. Work. Two minutes of work. And John Lovitz is like, Oh, you're making us look bad. It's like, He just sat down.
1: He just All he did looked- was breathe, he got caught.
0: Oh, my God, dude. So he went. he's in F.A.O. Schwartz, which I love F.A.O. Schwartz when I was a kid.
1: Oh, um, man, dude. This movie uh, sold F.A.O. Schwartz, too, man. This this movie, first of all, I was like, you got to have that much fun there? Like, man, that's crazy. I guess.
0: Yeah, so he's playing with the photon guns, which that brought me back. That was amazing to see. And who does he run into? Fucking Robert Loja, the fucking president of the company.
1: Of course. And then Robert's just there doing research. And the best part is like, he's connecting with this guy, Josh, What? which you got to give it to Robert. Like he's just talking to a different department than he's probably ever used yeah. to. And he's like, Oh, let me talk to this guy. Like, you know, he was finally, finally found an interest. But then of course the best scene of the movie comes out the most classic scene. You know, anytime you hear chopsticks, this is what you're thinking about. They walk into the, the piano, which obviously if you don't know, the piano is only six feet the Mm -hmm. actual piano when you go there. They made a special piano for this movie to make it bigger so that they both could play on it. Mm -hmm. And it was actually played by them. No doubles.
0: I was blown away by that. I couldn't believe I'm watching Robert Loggia. He played Skeletor, Masters of the Universe. He was that guy in Scarface. I mean, he was in Scarface.
1: Yes, he was.
0: And he's in Over the Top. He's a, such an asshole. He's the freaking
1: fa- father in the Over the Top, the grandfather. Yeah. Terrible. He's a terrible person in that, in that movie. You know, this guy could actually probably have been the father in Elf. I yeah. actually got a very Elf feel.
0: Dude, you're reading my mind. You must have watched the movie with me because that's another thing I said. I'm like, this is like Elf. Like, Yeah.
1: Elf. Yeah, man. I like, got a big Elf feel. I'm like, oh, my God. I wonder if Will Ferrell watched Big and was like... Inspired by, yeah. like the kid in this, like you know, like I, it I w- was Elf.
0: I would love to have seen like and a Robert Loggia, Tom Hanks, Elf. Like yeah. not now, obviously. I think Robert Logia died, but I think like did he? I don't even know. Hopefully not. But <laughs> like <laughs> I want to see that. You know what I mean? Like I would. It would have been a great pairing but it's funny to watch Robert Lozier dance on the piano thing, because I was like, this guy doesn't look like he could like, he's not light on his feet, but man, he-
1: Dude, he he did die. Robert Lozier did die in 2015. Rest in peace. It was a great scene. Chopsticks all the way, jumping back and forth. They jumped. That jump, I was like, I wonder how many times they took to do that. But it was such a great scene. Everyone stops, watches them classic to go to after Schwartz just to see this piano and play on Absolutely. it. Uh, have you been?
0: I had been. When I was a kid, I saw that. Did you
1: wait on the line? No. To go to the piano? I, I don't need, I don't like waiting on line for stuff like that. But like, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, because like when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, it happened so organically. And like nobody was there. Nobody was like seeing the piano. And then after they leave, everybody's like obsessed with the piano. Yeah. So he obviously impresses the boss. He gets an executive vice president. Unbelievable. Of like toy testing. Yeah. Which is like the ultimate job.
0: A week and a half in, he's the vice president of something. He has a secretary. That 70s show mom is there. Yeah. I don't know what her deal was. Um, I feel like there was a whole B story for her. There was some whole story why she was so fucking weird.
1: It was so odd. She had a great boss. He wasn't yelling at her a lot
0: no he had nothing he he was just sitting in there playing with toys all day and all she had to do was like what take a phone call or two yeah i didn't understand what her problem was
1: his salary skyrocketed in less than like two weeks his salary was off the charts because the apartment that he gets holy shit how it was crazy and by the way did you see that he was testing pongo ball Oh, pogo, dude,
0: I saw it. I wrote that down immediately. I was like, <laughs> He's jumping on a pogo, but all those people are jumping on pogo balls.
1: Pogo balls th- th-
0: Those aren't fun. I was, no, they're I not fun. Back and listen to an episode that we did about TV, uh, TV toy commercials. Pogo ball, not fun, dangerous, horrible toy.
1: Yeah, and he also at one point it was the, the big mitts, the big oh, boxing yeah. mitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, uh, anyways, he gets a promotion. And then go like that's when he starts on a spending spree. Oh
0: unbelievable. Like
1: I want this guy's job. Yeah. He was he the corner lot, he got a loft somewhere.
0: He got a corner loft. I don't know how he did.
1: Corner. He had, it was he has, he has no two ID. Sides. He has First of all, ID. this is oh, this goes back to the holes in this plot. Okay. <laughs> he has
0: zero ID. We, he has when
1: he ID. went in and got when he went and got uh his um check cashed. How are you cashing your check with an Allen ID? He has no ID. They didn't no. show it that he went and go get fake. Unless unless Billy got him a fake ID.
0: Which knowing Billy, he might Billy have died. was resourceful. Billy was definitely the friend that's like, I'll get you the fake ID. I'll get you the clothes. We're gonna, I'm pretty sure Billy got him that apartment. Like, Billy is the one that directed him to go, look, we got to get you an apartment, bro. I know this place. I used to live there when I was 30. So let's get you there. <laughs> so I think, like, he just brought him to his old apartment. Billy was, for-
1: Billy was the cleaner. Like, he, he was, like, the finisher. Like, he knows how to get things done. Dude, Dude I- I'm wondering but- at Ginger Kids production. Name themselves Ginger Kid Production because of Billy, because he's so resourceful.
0: <laughs> Hit us up, Ginger Kid Productions.
1: Scott, we didn't ask you why it's called that, but I want to know. Hit us up.
0: First of all, if Billy didn't have that conversation with the mom, right? At some point, I was like, is Billy really there? <laughs> oh, sh- because <laughs> no one acknowledges his existence. No. This is another issue, just like an airborne, Where like that girl Nikki, no one acknowledged that she existed, and until someone else did, I was like, "Is this a figment that this girl's this guy's imagined?" That was just
1: like the kid in the Home Alone that he's just talking to everybody yeah. in the m- morning and messes up the count. Like yeah. no one's acknowledging this child. No, Billy just exists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out, like, one, he has no ID. He shouldn't have been able to cash that money. Two, how do you get on a payroll without a real social security number? Right? Three, how do you have any references to get this apartment? Yeah. Are you paying in cash everything? And Billy, and notice Billy is
1: the one that says, we'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh, Josh is just. He's off the chain here. He's but just people, doing whatever.
0: And no one questions it. There's like, no. oh, this this older man is with this younger child who looks nothing like him. So it can't be his kid. I'm, All right, whatever. I, <laughs> what is I, this relationship?
1: <laughs> no one cares.
0: <laughs> what is this going on?
1: No one cares. Oh, my
0: God. It's just like at a certain point, they should have been an adult that went like, do you notice that Josh keeps hanging out with this like 12 year old child? You wouldn't yeah. even talk to him about this. No, they were just like, oh, he's doing his job, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. And can we, we, we did lose this on the track that, um, do you notice that they, that she smokes cigarettes? The, the love interest smokes cigarettes yeah. in like every scene.
0: Elizabeth Perkins, she smokes so much,
1: small, just the whole time. She has the a cigarette in her hand,
0: but then she stops smoking.
1: This is true. This is true.
0: I guess there's a reason.
1: Yeah. Can we just oh, say that man. Billy
0: risks his life every day to go into Manhattan and leaves at night in 1988 Manhattan. He gets on a bus to go back to New Jersey and then I don't know how he gets from wherever the bus station is to his house.
1: That's probably a bike.
0: Where? In the in the car park? <laughs>
1: huh. So now we get bad. now we get the scene where he... <laughs> Where the, it's the skyscraper and the robot, and he's like, I don't get it. And like he, he suggests like a great idea, and uh Donner. Kevin McAllister's dad is like all upset about it.
0: He hates it.
1: And she gets so hot and bothered. Like she so weird. She's weird. Like she obviously just and, and he calls it out on her. She just jumps to the next successful executive vice president.
0: Yeah. He definitely, he tries to shame her.
1: Who, Susan? Yeah, he tries to, yeah.
0: And it's just like, all right, Kevin McAllister's dad, like, you know, relax yourself. Like, you know, you just are, you know, not great (laughs) at anything. So, you know, she's got to, you know, bounce.
1: Yeah, you suck.
0: I mean, you're boring. They go to that party and he's just like talking nonsense. He comes down in his dumber and dumber, like,
1: tuxedo. Oh, it's fantastic.
0: Robert Loja loves him. Everything he does, he's like, great idea, Josh. Hey, Josh. Did you notice? Tuxedo, Josh. It's great. Did you
1: notice at the meeting, he raises his hand just like yeah. a kid would? Yeah. You know, like it was funny because everybody's watching him. and It's like you could just talk. Yeah. So, like, there was still some like kid in him, still. Right. Yeah. And, like, again, the part with the tux, like where he rents this white tux. And he comes in. I thought that was later in the movie, too. And I'm like, wow, we're here already. And then yeah. you get another Lovett scene where he's like creepily hitting on the, oh. tr- the the train wreck of the company. And he's like, she wants to leave. And he's just like, "Yeah, you know, he's being he's basically the character that he was in uh, Wedding Singer.
0: Oh, my God. That's probably what happens. That character is probably like, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving this work to then go be a wedding singer.
1: Yeah. He's just playing the same dude. This is another scene that is unforgettable. The mini corn. I Mini corn and the, the, the caviar. caviar. Well, scene. Yeah. Like exactly how a child would look at that. And that was improv. Tom Hanks yeah. improv that. Yeah. Eating it like a corner on the cob was it's, such an amazing...
0: I mean, I remember doing that when I was a kid because I thought it was funny.
1: So great. And then with the caviar, he's like... Well, he like that was... Phenomenal. She's Uh like, "Do you want to get out of here?" Again, she was smoking cigarettes everywhere she went.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. He sees the limo and was like, "Is that your car? I've never seen anything like it." Like, just like a child would be like, "It's a massive car." You know, we're (laughs) you know, as adults, we're so jaded. Just like, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. It's like whatever. The best is like she's like spilling her guts and like being all vulnerable. She even says, "I'm being vulnerable," Mm -hmm. and all he's thinking about because he's a child (laughs) with like hyperactive
0: he's know. like jumping around
1: he's just jumping around because he's never been in a limo before
0: playing with the locks like turning on the little lights on opening like open the phone like turning the radio on and she's just like i don't know what i'm doing and, Bubba, and he's just like uh, uh, what
1: is that uh, what is that <laughs> and he's like picking up the phone and she's like do you want to make a phone call like she has no idea how to react to this gentleman none none yeah no idea and And he's just 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 like down for it yeah well it's something new right because like the best is like when he passed the apartment he's like oh that's my apartment she's like i'd like i'd like to see where you live she's obviously flirting with him he's just like oh you want to see where i live like okay cool and then she's like talking about you know this nuance of like sleeping over yeah i don't know maybe we shouldn't do this so quickly and he's (laughs) like well like sleep (laughs) over It's like as long as I get to be on top. That best line
0: was hilarious. <laughs> and they go back and they first of all Elizabeth Perkins, her reactions, everything that she was so perfect. I mean, she was so awesome. Their their chemistry was so great. When they when they go into the apartment, first of all, they open the door and it's just toys and like a soda machine. He's got a trampoline in the in the house. In the apartment. that's again
1: his he's he first of all that whole apartment costs like a hundred thousand dollars plus the stuff that he had to go yeah. get to put in there. He has a trampoline that could hold like 10 people Yeah, yeah. in his apartment.
0: Yeah. Now days with inflation that, that loft is worth like like $5 million or more. I mean, oh, absolutely ridiculous. Like, and he's had bunk beds.
1: And by the way, fast forward to the end, he just left that apartment. Like no one's living in that apartment right now. That mean? <laughs> Who put a down payment on that apartment? I love it's, you, so so good.
0: it's like a month a month. Dude, to imagine leave. he yeah. still
1: has it. Imagine he still has it. Mom starts getting a bill. Like, why am I paying for this apartment? That's the
0: thing. Like, if I was him. He, <laughs> if he saved any money he would be insane. first of all I can't even get to the I want to like immediately just say this kid cannot go back to being 13 he can't go back now that he's done all of this shit he's going back to school like <laughs> out of here. I'd be looking at my homework being like Wait, why did I want to come back like, what is this? I
1: had a job testing fucking toys
0: I had everything he oh. goes back to his
1: he goes back to his room with a bunk bed.
0: He, well, he was sleeping with in his, a bunk bed anyway.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. That's true, but I'm saying like he just goes back to his like okay, not his house wasn't bad, but like yeah. that apartment was insane. It was in Manhattan.
0: <laughs> he goes back to possibly being grounded, having to do homework, taking tests, do like you know what I mean? Like all the shit as like an adult now and I'm like Well, I mean, I'm a teacher, so I've given myself lifelong homework. But, like, the idea (laughs) that, like, he has to, like, he's going to go to school and somebody's going to be like, all right, pop quiz. He's like, I was a vice president at, like, a whole huge (laughs) corporation.
1: Yeah, and he just gave them, like, the greatest idea. By the way, he also gave them the greatest idea. Like, he invented the He didn't even trademark trademark that.
0: He invented the iPad. He He invented
1: a computer. Yeah. He invented the smartphone before it was yeah. a smartphone or the yeah. iPad. Yeah.
0: You're right. Like, R- a like tablet. an RPG iPad. Yeah. Like RPG game on an iPad. That's what he invented.
1: Yeah. He and- invented a laptop, a tablet. Yeah. Like, and, and like he just left. Like he, he should have signed a contract with her. Like, hey, by the way, I'm leaving, but you need to put money that's made from this like idea away yeah. from me. Because, like, she's like, look me up in 10 years. Like, fuck, yeah, will. Because you're about to get a lot of money and royalties on an idea that I gave to you.
0: I would be immediately looking for that Zoltar machine for a third time being like, what was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, hold on. I just left a meeting in which I gave all the idea and then just left.
0: Yeah, just left.
1: Like oh. they should fast forward. Like what happens to Josh when he's like walking by the toy company that is now Apple and has taken over the world, and he's like, and he can't even get a job there.
0: I think that Josh- mean,
1: they should do big two, and he's bankrupt. Like he can't even get a job at the toy shop anymore.
0: There are two. There are two things that might happen to him. One, he loses his mind and you know become yeah, <laughs> like that, like can't get there. Or two. He becomes Patrick Bateman from America.
1: Oh, School. shit. Oh, Yeah, because, like, you're right. Uh, we're going to get into <laughs> this, but why he can't go back really is, like, this is, this is a couple of things that are going to drive him crazy. So, <laughs> go back right, to so the sleepover. So, back to the sleepover. You want a Coke? I what? thought this was a really great part because of, like, the dynamic that's going on. She thinks that they're going to get drinks and get loose and, like, whatever. Yeah. I have to go get her wipe. (laughs) And he puts her on the trampoline. Uh, And there's a moment in which she becomes a kid again. And I thought that was a fantastic moment. It's also her drug to start liking him. Yeah. He's like, he didn't need alcohol to get her. He just needed to be him. I mean, this is a little creepy that he's a 13 year old kid, but like, like, but like she, you know, she found like her self again. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. So this movie gets deep from here on out. It this gets is, and a lot of turning perfect. point for Josh. Yes. And it turns into like a turning point, and a down spiral on Josh. Yeah. Josh grows up right here. Yeah. Starts yeah. growing up, right? Yeah. Not just yet, but starts because he. It's a, he's about to have some adult things too. Because okay. now the next scene, you know, she's back with the. The boyfriend, who's now asking her all these questions, oh. thinks that she slept with Josh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He goes and challenges him to a racquetball racquetball game. Like,
0: where were they? West Fourth? That looked like where? Like where were they playing? Is that he was? I don't know. Like a country club, and Josh was like dressed like you know a New Yorker in the eighties that goes to the park to do something.
1: Yeah, he wanted to just to go play basketball. Yeah, and he was like so he beats him up because he's you know dick swinging. Like, he's a little upset, gets beat up. Then she finally breaks up with yeah. the boyfriend, realizes he calls her out.
0: What a dick. Kevin McAllister's dad sucks.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, now we're fast forwarding to like, well, not even fast forwarding. Like, he is on a date with her. yeah takes, takes her dancing. Yes. yeah. Which, who dances?
0: Well, because they went to that carnival. Yes. Where the okay. Zoltar machine is
1: which he didn't notice. Well, did he? He didn't notice it was there. Or did okay. he? No, she he didn't. Had, okay. He, and then she also even started dressing differently. She's
0: dressing differently. She's not smoking any cigarettes. When you see, in the beginning of the movie, she's like angular, like all the clothes she wears looks like yes. triangles. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like softer, you know? Yeah. Softer. Very soft. Cigarettes. So it's interesting how like her being around him kind of softens her in some ways. But also, you know, she gets to really know who what she wants and who she is. And that's the thing that's weird about this movie. Like, it's about Josh, but then it becomes about her. And maybe that's the extended version. Because like we said in the Wikipedia notes, it says that the theatrical version is 104 minutes. Right. And then there's this one that's much longer. Right. Yeah. That we want the extended. Now, I believe we watched the extended version, which was an hour and 44 minutes. So maybe it has a better story for Elizabeth Parkins, right? Like this.
1: Yeah, but look, dude, just think about the time of this too, because yep. she takes him out to dinner with friends. That was
0: really interesting. Like, But how much time has passed at this
1: point? To me, it was like six months.
0: It seemed like that, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be like did six months pass or four weeks. Like all this stuff is accelerated.
1: I was like, what is happening? They're already going on dates. He's he's yeah. like teaching the kid and like, oh, she's falling in love. And then comes the part where he finally gets to touch the boob. So to to this scene was funny in way of like the light turning on and off thing. It was hilarious because she's used to lights off. She's an adult, doesn't want to see herself naked. He has never seen a boob. Right. So right. he was like, I ain't shutting this off. No, now
0: let's so go. the
1: meatball. let's get him. <laughs> this is only good and cute and funny and whatever because it's a man portraying a 13 year old boy.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm going PC on this. If this is a woman, right?
0: They can't train
1: a 13 year old girl. None of this is happening.
0: This is why. 13 going on 30, I feel like was written the way it was written because instead of it doing it being the next day and then she's 30, the whole world has gone forward in time. So she's actually grown up and everyone around her, her friends, everybody has also gone forward 15 years or whatever. Right. So like, like right, exactly. So, So it's not like she's a girl in a the body of an adult now this doesn't make it better still but it, it changes i guess the perspective of it being like all right no 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 everyone's older she's actually an older person where here it's just like he is literally just the, in the shell of a 30 year old and he's a 13 i'm
1: just saying that they wouldn't have put a sexual scene in the movie if it was reversed
0: Probably not. I'm trying to think if, there, if any of the movies like that, but I don't think so, which is interesting considering the history of movies and how much women have been sexualized in films. Yeah, and, and that and, that,
1: like, that, I'm just saying, like, so, like, you when you when have, you, like, watching Tom of, yeah. Hanks, he's an older person and stuff like that, yeah. like, he's a kid inside and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, like, after this, all of a sudden, Josh is wearing a suit to work.
0: Well, the next scene is basically... First of all, that whole scene with the with the bra and everything, it like he like, sl- dude, it is it, like it, it. You can't even describe it. Like she's like having a moment, and then like the bra strap falls off her arm. Cut to the next day, and like he's like walking around in that very cliche way, like he just had sex,
1: bro. You were saying before, like he <laughs> can't he can't go back to being thirteen, like no. He had sex.
0: Yeah, he had adult. And they sex. had it
1: a couple of times.
0: This is not just like he, not like you know, like in American Pie and these movies, like where it's like the you know the the obsession of like losing one's virginity, and that could be funny. No, he's a thirty-year-old man who's had sex with an adult woman. He can't go back to being thirteen and being like. <laughs> And when he does, that's what I'm saying. He could be Patrick Bateman because now he's just like the the knowledge of the world that he knows corporate life, like this weird, like you know, uh, love life, and he's experienced stuff in six weeks that, like, yeah. How can you go back to like learning algebra?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So he's all excited. Billy's trying to take him out to dinner, and he totally bounces on Billy. Oh, yeah. Totally bounces on Billy for a girl, which I'm not surprised about because like, this whole movie was based on him being wanting to be with an older girl. Right. So like, but then he's like, you know, I have to work. So right there, you're like, he has been transformed. He he goes back to like being an adult, you forget the important things you forget, you keep making excuses that it's not enough time to do this, not enough time to do that. That became a reality. Like yeah. in it where like Josh forgot Gosh. that he was a kid. Yeah. And Billy had to be the one to come back and remind Josh mm-hmm. and snap him out of it. Cause like right. there was this scene when like they're putting the comic book pitch together and she's like, What are we? And he did act like a child in that where he didn't yeah. really answer. He didn't know how to say, like, I love you. Yeah. He was like being very childish about like throwing the the comic book at her.
0: He hit her with that really hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, again, he all of a sudden reverted. After the conversation with Billy, it bothered him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then she brings that up. And then he just totally leaves the meeting, realizes that, yeah, he's got to, like, go back to being a kid.
0: Yeah. And she freaks out when he tries to tell her, obviously, because she's like, why is this happening to me? This is where the movie becomes, like, a tragedy for Elizabeth Perkins. I mean, because not
1: well, only. Oh, no, man. She's making money off of that idea.
0: Or she's making money off the idea. But think about it. Like she the realization of what is is going on. Like, oh, sure. Like, the, the one guy who got me was literally a 13 year old boy. And then <laughs> this woman has to go to years of therapy after this. There is no way she, she can't just go. All right. I guess I got to go home because I got to get up early for work tomorrow. No, there is no going to work tomorrow. <laughs> How
1: do you explain, like, where did Josh go? What's up with his apartment? What did he leave there? He just left the apartment. The apartment, coke he machine, yeah. trampoline is there. Going to dark compass is there. Like, what's happening in that that apartment right now?
0: If I was Elizabeth Perkins in that film, I, I would probably just try to like just take that apartment at that point.
1: The apartment just exists. Like, Josh, give me the keys to your apartment. Like, I'm gonna yeah. live in your apartment.
0: It just seems like people can get... Because imagine
1: having that apartment now.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, it just seems like in 1988, you could get a job without anything. You can get an apartment without ID. You can um, do anything without having any ID ever or any sort of credit cards or bank accounts or I don't know where his money is. Like, and these are the things I think about as an adult watching this film. Like, sure. I, I suspend my disbelief because it was a, it was really good.
1: So that's, but, that's where... I agree. Like, I've said this a couple of times when we review movies. Yeah. When the movie gets me to, you know, suspend my disbeliefs, like obviously it's just it's a movie about a freaking kid who turns 30. Like, come on. Yeah. We know it's exactly. fake, it's fantasy. Yeah. But if you get me to believe it, like if you get me, yeah. like like you said, like Tom Hanks is so good that you're like, all right, what would it be like if a child, I mean, if a man who is a child goes there for your shorts, mm-hmm. you know, it, like is able to go to places without his parents mm-hmm. He's able to do, you know, adult things, but as a kid, and then kind of show you how like stupid and trivial it actually is.
0: Right. And do like kid things as an adult where like no one questions it, right? Like he's just running around doing whatever he wants. And no one really says anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that also like says a lot too. I think though, like, At the end when she drives him home and and then sees him walking away and then shrinking into the kid into the suit, she should lose her mind at that point. Like she should be like, What did I just see?
1: Now you think she saw it or she turned away and it happened? And why has it happened during the day and he had to wait at night for that? Like why this should have been like an overnight thing. When it happened during the day, bug me out.
0: Well, I think it had to happen for the story to make sense because why the fuck would they drive him home? Like that's what I was thinking as I was watching. Him. Like, why is she driving him back home? He needs to be. He needs to turn into a kid overnight, and yeah. then he can go home.
1: What's he? Even what do? I I got it was that he really needed to want it
0: mm. for
1: it to happen.
0: Oh, so it was like an extra special like magic. So he
1: he said like I wish yeah, and he got his wish, but like he needed to be, like, on his way okay. for it to, like, happen. She can't ever have another relationship after this. No. How do you explain that? Like, yeah. this is... She's dying with this secret.
0: Well, one, she's dying with this secret. Or she
1: should make a movie about it.
0: Yeah, and two... actually, and call maybe- it big. <laughs>
1: This uh, podcast is uh, brought to you by Lothology Brewing Company, owned and operated by Manny Quillo, one of the co-hosts of the Nostalgia Test podcast. Find Lithology Brewing at uh, LithologyBrewing.com. It's based out of Long Island, Farmingdale, Main Street, 12 Beers on Tap, New York Wine and Spirits as well.
0: Oh my God, dude. And he, like I said, once again, there's, I mean, I think it's going to last for about a week where he's going to be like in school. Oh, it's great. And the first time his parents go... You have to go to bed. It's your bedtime. He's gonna be like, "Fucking, what's bedtime?"
1: That and like the best would be like, "Oh, you have to go to college." Like, no, I don't. No, you do. Like, no, I can. I can just get a job by yeah. telling people I do this, and I'm gonna. Ju- I'm gonna start my own toy company. Like, I hope yeah. he takes this and like learns from it.
0: Yeah, like I have like, an apartment in Manhattan. I it's just sitting there waiting for me. I'm gonna go there, clean it up, and I'm going to start my own company.
1: Yeah, like I put money aside in this account. I have a bank account. Somehow got a bank account.
0: I mean, in 10 years, yeah. Call up Elizabeth Perkins and be like, hey, I would like to start this company. I've been working on this idea for the last 10 years. Let's like, dude, we don't have to be in a relationship. Let's just do this shit and make some bank.
1: Yeah, or like keep in touch with her and like give her ideas. It's only 10 years. Like that's not a big deal in like age difference when they get older is what I'm saying.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not saying like they should be in a
1: relationship. (laughs) I'm saying like, stick with my ideas. And, you know, in 10 years, I'm going to look you up. We could, like you said, either we get in business, maybe we'll get together or at least we'll be in business together. Yeah. Like
0: 23, we could just go into business with each other. I have all this knowledge now. School's nonsense. I'm just going to work through it. and
1: just, Yeah, I'm going to uh, go to Bosie's and I'm only going to work on like computer stuff. You know,
0: yeah, he just has to actually go to school for five more years, turn 18, yeah. and then just go with all the knowledge I have that I just got, all this experience. I'll, you know, either move to Manhattan or just start working. I'll keep, keep in touch with what's her face with Elizabeth Perkins and we can start a business together. We don't have to be in a relationship, but we can do this. And just do that like the, he needs just five years in school and then he's out
1: how is he getting through like girlfriends and stuff how is he dude i don't know right
0: like how is he gonna do that It, it he can't he can't go back to that the things that have happened
1: like <laughs> even like petty stuff that like kids like that happen in school that you're just yeah. like yeah this doesn't all matter none of this matters
0: no none of it like he's gonna be they're gonna like be like well, i he like
1: change. he's gonna to go to this the, the if the company still exists he's gonna go there and be like who's the president right now it's like yeah i got i'm gonna take your job what do you mean i had your job yeah. 10 years ago
0: yeah and yeah he can't ever have a girlfriend now that he's gone back to being 13 in fact he should stay away from that because he's gonna get himself in really big trouble <laughs> <laughs>
1: Again, this could have been easily turned into a horror film.
0: Um, uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah. hey,
1: listen. All right. We're coming to an end here. Yeah, we are. We could drag on. We're, we're starting to repeat. This is the Manny Quillo repeat repeat.
0: Um, I think, I mean, I'm just going to jump right in and just say it. Like, it passes a nostalgia test. Fuck I mean, yeah, yeah, it 100%. does.
1: Big. Oh, pass- it definitely passes nostalgia. it. big passes it. Another Hasselhoff hit. If you disagree, let us know. We're still going to ignore you. Oh, shit. You go back and being 13, then it passes the test. Tom Hanks, lo- we love you. Do yeah. more comedy.
0: Do more um, comedy, Tom Hanks. I
1: mean, I like him in Job. You know, Save a Private Ryan, Forrest yeah. Gump. You know. He, I the, the think
0: com- we have to put Forrest Gump to the test, though. I think there's a lot of problems with that film. We'd have to go back and look.
1: I don't know if. You, no, you're not going to do that to me. You're not going to do that to me. Of course, it is. there's so many plot holes in that movie. It's, it's yeah. a history lesson. It's like Billy Joel's waiting to start the fire. We're gonna have to do a big billy. Forest gump versus weed and start the fire. What is a better history lesson?
0: Anyway, people, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, tell us what you think about big. What are your favorite scenes? Who are your favorite characters? Can Josh ever go back to being 13? We'd like to know what you think. Subscribe and like and review the podcast. On the nostalgia um, you can find us at Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. I mean, we're everywhere at this point. Look us up, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Nostalgia Test and Twitter at Nostalgia Test. And uh, we'll see you at the next test, Manny. This was a good one,
1: yeah, man. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Lithology Brewing Company in Farmingdale, Long Island, New York, a nano brewery owned and operated by one of the Nostalgia Test Podcast hosts, me, myself, and I. Come down, come and see me. If you mention this episode, and I'm behind the bar, get 10% off. Drink (laughs) (laughs) flux.
0: All right, Manny. I'll see you later, everyone, peace. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test Podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.